You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 235. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hi there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Today's episode is all about defining your ideal customer avatar. You've got to know who you're talking to, who you're creating all this content for, and who you are selling to. You want to know this person inside and out, their wants, their needs, their challenges, their struggles, their loves, their hates. You want to know them intimately. How do you do that? Well, we're going to talk about it today. But before we get there, I want to spotlight one of my listeners. This is Miriam Shulman's review on iTunes, and I want to give Miriam a big shout out. Thank you for the kind words. Here's what she said. Listening to Amy's podcast is the best investment of my time. Every week she gives actionable tips that I implement into my business, and they have really helped me level up. My business was completely struggling before I found Amy's programs a few years ago, and I am forever grateful and a super fan. Miriam, I am forever grateful for you tuning in and being a loyal listener, and I'm a sucker for a good action taker. So thank you so much for not only listening, but taking action and getting things done. I just love to hear that. If you would like to leave a review and possibly be a spotlight on the podcast, you can do so on iTunes or anywhere you listen to this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You know that moment when you find a product or a service or a program or even a person that you know is literally going to change your life? It could be a specific training program to help you with your business, or it could be as simple as a really good pair of Lululemon yoga pants that make your butt look better than you ever thought it could look. Or it could be a life coach that you know is just going to help you make some amazing transformations. Can you remember the last time that you found something that you knew was just what you needed? For me, recently, it was finding an amazing online training program that felt like the answers to my prayers for a new direction I am going in my business. To give you a hint, I am creating a brand new membership experience, and this training was everything I needed. I'll get to that a little bit later. Here's the deal. You and I as business owners, we want to create the type of experience for our ideal customer avatar where they actually say, this was exactly what I needed. Even better, we want them to say, did you read my mind? How did you know this is what I wanted and needed in this very moment? Now, in order for this to happen, we need to intimately understand our ideal customer avatar, their fears and aspirations and what they're thinking and what they're needing. So today's episode is all about learning how to define your ICA so that you can create, market, and sell exactly what they need and want most. Now, by the way, 
This episode is the first in a three-part mini-series called Creating Compelling Content. And in order to create compelling content, you must first know who your ideal customer avatar is and what compels them. So we're going to get into all of this. I cannot wait to share this mini-series with you. This is a solo show. The next two are with guests that know a thing or two about creating compelling content. I think you're going to love this mini-series. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by my free masterclass, The Ultimate List Building Catch-Up Plan. I wanted to encourage you to sign up for my free masterclass all about list building because once you understand how to create compelling content, you will be able to list build with such ease and really enjoy the process because I know list building can be a pain for some entrepreneurs. I want to take that struggle away. So first, I'm going to teach you how to create compelling content, but next, you really need to understand what it takes to build a list building foundation in your business. And that's precisely what I do in my free masterclass. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash list building, amyporterfield.com forward slash list building, and you can sign up for your free spot and start your list building foundation. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into part one of our three-part mini-series all about creating compelling content, and specifically, let's talk about defining your ideal customer avatar. Okay, so just so we are all on the same page, let's get a definition out of the way. An ideal customer avatar represents your perfect customer. This one single person is the potential customer who wants and needs your content, your product, or your services. And to add a little to that, you also love working with this person as well. They need you. You love working with them. The first thing you may be wondering is why it's only one person. There are billions of people in this world and tons of people need what you're selling. So why would you only focus your efforts on creating for just one person? Well, the answer to that is because by focusing your efforts on this one single person, you are not limiting your reach. You are actually helping yourself to be laser focused in what your ideal customer wants and needs. And believe me, this focus will pay off tenfold. So don't be afraid to narrow it down to just one person. You will attract a lot of people who fall under the umbrella of just your one person, but don't worry about it. Just we're going to focus in on deciding who this one person is that you would love to serve. Now, if you are not clear on who your ideal customer avatar is, your message will be one, unclear, two, totally diluted, and three, lacking relevance. So you know the saying that when you try to attract everyone, you're going to attract no one. And so if you try to have a general avatar, again, unclear, totally diluted message. So get laser focused. Now you and I both know there is a lot of noise online and without laser focus with your messaging and with your offers, you're likely going to get lost in the sea of voices, 
When you're general, you're just kind of boring. When you're laser focused, you actually stand out to the people that will resonate with you most. So if the first question is, why just one person? And we've talked about that. The second question you're probably asking is, how am I supposed to truly know what my ideal customer avatar needs and wants? I hear this question a lot. So you must put yourself in their shoes. And when you do this, you'll understand immediately what they like, what they don't like, what their aspirations are, and most importantly, what their fears are. When you know all this about them, you're able to serve them best because the content and the products and the services that you create will be a solution to their needs and their wants. And they'll actually pay for it because you know how to get them results or how to get them the transformation that they're looking for. So actually putting yourself in their shoes is exactly what you want to do in order to understand them more. But naturally, the third question might be, how the heck do I put myself in their shoes? Well, it's actually simpler than you think, but it can take some time. What you do is you connect with them, but most importantly, you listen to them. So connection and listening, sometimes easier said than done. So I want to give you some specifics so you can take action. I've created a worksheet for you to go through an exercise where I'll take you through a bunch of questions that will help you to define and intimately understand your ideal customer avatar. So you can grab it at amyporterfield.com forward slash 235, amyporterfield.com forward slash 235. So let's just talk about how you're going to define this one single person and how you're going to connect directly with them. So first, you're going to write a detailed description of your ideal customer avatar. You all know that I'm a huge, huge fan and friend of Marie Forleo. I think she teaches ideal customer avatar better than anyone I know. And so much of what I've learned about the ICA is through Marie. But I've also learned about how to really hone in on who this person is from a few of my mentors. So I've taken things from what Marie has taught me and a few of my mentors and even stuff I learned at Tony Robbins. And I put it all together in order to help you to really define who your ICA is. So I just wanted to give a shout out to where I kind of first learned all of this, probably more so than anything, Marie and Tony. And from there, I also made it my own. So I've done so much work around my ICA. And so some of the things I've learned along the way and some of the things I've created for myself to really hone in on who the ICA is for my business, I wanted to give you those tips and strategies as well. So the worksheet that you're going to download is really curated from all of those different places and different experiences that I've had with developing my own ICA. Okay, so getting back, first you're going to write a detailed description of your ideal customer avatar. I want you to really dive in when you write his or her description. You will most likely be making this person up, 
I know that seems weird, but just stay with me here. Or you may already have a raving customer who is your ideal avatar. If that's the case, then describe them in detail. So when I was first starting out, I made somebody up. And here's the truth. A lot of the times when we are creating our ICA, we actually are talking about ourselves. We tend to be our ICA, or maybe we used to be our ICA. So when I was first starting out, my first ICA, her name was Carrie with a K. I'm not sure why I spelled it that way. I guess I was being creative. And Carrie was really me about two years ago from the time I was writing it. So it was someone just starting out in online marketing. Um, She came from corporate. She had a few kids. Like She basically was some version of me. And so that's how I was able to develop my first ICA. Now, I think that's fine. But as you become more sophisticated in really defining your ICA, I would love for you to think of past clients you've worked with. And who did you really love working with? And who have you been able to get amazing results for? Think about that one person and let them guide you as your ICA. Because I think stepping outside of yourself and looking at somebody else that you've served and helped and supported and you've loved working with them. Remember, your ICA is somebody that you know what they need and what they want, and you know you can serve them, but you also love working with that type of person as well. So think about some past clients, if you can, that's kind of taking this to a whole other level. But either way, describe your ICA in detail. Get in there and complete the avatar description exercise, which you'll get in the worksheet once you download it. You'll be answering questions like, what do they look like? How old are they? What books do they read? Where do they hang out online? Who inspires them? What blogs do they read? What podcasts do they listen to? And most importantly, what are their biggest pain points and frustrations? When I first learned this from Marie, she said, what keeps them up at night? That's always a great question. So really dig in. Now, if you don't already have a raving fan base that you can talk to and survey and really understand, you know, by listening to them and engaging with them, you can also do a little investigative work online. So you can go into Facebook groups, online forums, in the comment section of other people's blogs. So if you go to, let's say, one of your competitors that you know is attracting your ideal customer avatar, like there are some people out there that do similar work to what I do, and they're attracting my ICA. So I could go to one of their blog posts and look at the comments and see what people are talking about, see what kind of questions they are asking, what kind of struggles are they sharing in the comments or in other people's Facebook groups. So you can do that kind of investigative work. So I recommend going to a blog of a couple people who are very successful in your field and learn from their audience. I always say there's more than enough to go around. So don't just think that just because someone else is also serving your ideal customer avatar that they've got the only corner on the market. You be you 
You do your thing, but you can always learn from other people that are doing what you're doing or what you want to do. Eventually, you're going to do it in your own way, and your ideal customer avatar will gravitate to you, and their ICA will gravitate toward them. I say that other people might have my ICA, but there's always a few little quirks and little distinctions that make my ICA unique and actually want to work with me because I offer exactly what they need. See how that works? So do your investigative work, but know you will find your ICA and they will find you. Okay, so next, I want you to do seven to 10 validation calls. Now, when I say a call, this is you jumping on Zoom or Skype, or better yet, do an in-person meeting if you can. Now, the reason why you're not just doing a telephone call is that I want you to see the person that you're talking to. There's so much more than just the audio cues. There's visual cues with your ideal customer avatar that you will totally miss if you're not on video when you talk to them or better yet, in person. Now, the goal is to ask questions that will help you to validate your product or your service offering by truly understanding what your ideal customer avatar wants, what they need, what they've tried before in the past, what they're hoping to do in the future, and of course, really understanding their pain points. So I'm sure you have a few people in mind that you think, I would love to work with this person. Or maybe you're just thinking that maybe your neighbor or somebody in a networking group could be your ideal customer avatar. You're not sure, but you're thinking, you know what? They might be perfect for what I'm creating. Then meet with them. It's okay if they don't turn out to be your ICA. You're going to learn so much from the conversation that the next person you choose to do a call with, they're going to be closer to your ICA until you nail it. So you're going to be asking very directed questions on these video calls or in-person meetings. And it's critical that you remember to listen more than you talk. The words your ideal customer avatar uses to answer your questions are like gold for your future copy, for your emails and sales pages and webinars and all that good stuff. So if they give you their permission, definitely record the call. You're going to want to go back, take notes, and really probably just transcribe everything and pull out phrases that they're using and words that they use because you're going to hold on to that for your copy. Now, some of you listening may decide to skip over these validation calls because you just know that you've totally created something so awesome and all kinds of people are going to want to buy it. You just know it. Now, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but I'm going to give you a little tough love here. What you think is amazing may not be something that your ideal customer avatar actually wants and needs. You've got to remember that I've been doing this for a long time and somebody will walk up to me at an event and they'll say, I've got this great idea. Here's the course I'm creating. I help people create online courses. So that's tends to be the conversation we have around whatever it is they're creating. And I listen to what they're creating and I ask them, okay, so what does your ICA say about this idea? You know, have they given you feedback? Have you asked questions about it? And they typically look at me with a blank face and I get it. No judgment. It's actually not 
tons of fun to do ICA calls because it's a little uncomfortable. Now, actually, I'm projecting that. I'm an introvert. I don't necessarily always feel comfortable putting myself out there like that. So they're not comfortable to me. You might be totally relaxed doing them. More power to you. I don't care if you're relaxed or uncomfortable. You've got to do them. Do not move forward with an idea without first spending time on your ICA. You can then validate your idea with your ICA, but you first have to understand who your ICA is and make sure of their wants and their needs. The second level to this is that once you come up with a really great, let's say, course idea, you'll go back to your ICA now that you know who they are and you really understand them and you put the idea in front of them and you get their feedback from there, which is really cool. So in the worksheet I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some ideas around questions to ask them so you first understand them and then you can take it to a new level and put your idea in front of them and see what they have to say. You see how there's two layers to this? First, you understand your ICA, then you could ask them questions about a product you're creating and get their feedback. Because here's the deal. If you just ask a random person about their feedback about a program you're creating, they could give you feedback that means nothing to you because they're not the right person to even buy what you're selling. So you need to first make sure you nail down your ICA before you validate an idea with your ICA. You get it? Okay, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here. We are moving on. So your homework is to head over to amyporterfield.com forward slash 235 and complete the defining your ideal customer avatar worksheet. Now allow yourself an hour or two in the next 24 hours to work on defining your ICA and answering all the questions. Do your very best. Remember, Brooke Castillo, you can do B minus work, but you sit down with your goal to produce some results, answer all the questions to the best of your ability, but they do not need to be perfect. For some, this will be a process that you'll be working through in the coming days, but at some point you just have to take the leap that you've done your work and you're moving forward. I am constantly refining my ICA as I create new programs and new products. That's another thing you might be thinking. Well, Amy, what if I have two different programs and they're different ICAs? totally fine. I have the same thing. This membership site that I'm creating, which I'll tell you about later on in some coming podcasts, but this membership experience is not for my newbie ICA. I have a lot of newbies in their first year of business. They haven't yet finished their course or launched anything. They would not be my ICA for my brand new membership experience. The membership experience is for those who have gone through my programs and they're looking to up level and they want to take their promotions and launches and webinars to a totally new level. They're looking to make more money and a bigger impact. So I have two different ICAs, and when I launch that membership site, I've got to get really clear on that ICA before I create even one lick of copy for my sales page or for my webinar or anything like that. So you can have more than one ICA, but work on one at a time. So once you do your worksheet that you're going to download, I want you to do the actual homework in the next 24 hours. Then I want you to schedule seven to 10 validation calls, and I want you to do those over the next two weeks. Plan this stuff in your calendar or you will never do it. Please, please, please don't skip this step. This is a crucial marketing step. It's part of your marketing foundation that most people will skip over. Don't be that type of entrepreneur. You will struggle for it down the road. So I want you to 
do seven to 10 validation calls. And I want you to plan them out and put them in your calendar and get them done in the next two weeks. These calls don't need to be longer than 15, 20 minutes each. And believe me, you're going to be so glad you did them. The worksheet will guide you with the type of questions to first really understand who your ICA is. And then we've added some extra questions to go back to your ICA later when you really have developed your idea based on the needs and wants of your ICA. Once you've developed, let's say, a course idea, you can go back to them and ask some questions around validating an idea. Two levels. Remember, first you're going to understand your ICA. Then you can go back to them with a survey or a call or just questions on social media to see what your ICA has to say about your idea for a product, course, service, whatever it is you're creating. So we'll have that all in the worksheet. amyporterfield.com forward slash 235. Now, I absolutely love seeing you all take action. So if you want to be so brave and take a snapshot of your finished worksheet and post it on Instagram and tag me or put it in my DMs on Instagram, I kind of will eat that up. I want to see your finished work. So I'm at Amy Porterfield on Instagram. You can DM me or just post about it and tag me. I want to know. Okay, I'm telling you, once you have clearly defined your avatar, creating content for your blog, podcast, or video show is so much easier, and it's actually enjoyable. So when I sit down to create, I know who my ICA is. I can picture her in my mind, and I really act as though I'm just talking to her. I'm talking to her in videos. I'm talking to this one ICA right this minute, and I'm definitely writing for her in all of my emails. It just flows because I know who she is. And one more thing, remember that none of this is completely set in stone. My ideal customer avatar has changed a lot over the last few years. I've grown as a better marketer, as a better content creator, and so with that, I can really understand where I'm going with my business, and that will tweak your ICA just a bit. Like as I develop my membership program, that's going to define a whole new ICA. So you can have more than one and you can tweak and refine as you go along. So don't take it all too seriously. It's more important that you get it done and do the exercises in the calls than being totally right about all of this. So just remember that, just get it done. So there you have it. I cannot wait to hear about how you feel once you've defined your ideal customer avatar. It's a game changer in your business for sure. Okay, so coming up next week, we are continuing with our Creating Compelling Content mini-series. And next week, we've got Donald Miller of StoryBrand on the show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. So Donald will share his seven-part framework to creating powerful messaging that will bring your ideal customer avatar through a special customer's journey using story. And you know how powerful stories are in all of your marketing, right? Well, Donald's going to bring it to life for us. So I cannot wait. Same time, same place. Meet me here and we will continue our mini series. Now, before I let you go, 
also have you subscribed to the podcast. We're starting to do more and more bonuses that we don't announce always on social media. So in order for you to never miss an episode, especially the secret bonus ones, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Okay, guys, meet me here. Same time, same place next week to continue our content mini series. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.